0: Happy Monday everybody, my name is Brandon Rosa, welcome to episode 141 of the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe on your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles which you can follow at xboxand 10 to start let's talk game releases it is february and it is a huge game for game releases the big games out last week included life is strange remastered collection and dying light 2 stay human the games coming out this week include Ali Ali world far cry 6 joseph collapse el gancho kung fu kickball breakout recharged power slave exhumed edge of eternity rise of the third power nape retroverse collection crossfire x ziggurat 2 Ammo Pigs, Cocked and Loaded, Spirit Roots, Odd World, Stranger's Wrath HD, and Unbound Worlds Apart. A plethora of new games are coming soon and are out now on Xbox Game Pass. These games are as followed. Available on cloud and console, you can play Contrast. On cloud console and PC, Dreamscaper. Cloud console and PC, Telling Lies. On February 10th, you can play Besiege on cloud console and PC. Also on February 10th, you can play the following. Crossfire X on console, Edge of Eternity and Skull the Hero Slayer on Cloud Console and PC, and The Last Kids on Earth and the Staff of Doom. On February 14th, you can play the following two games. On Cloud Console and PC, you can pick up for Ultimate Survivor Edition and Infernax. Now onto last week's biggest news stories, and we have seven to cover this week. Number one, Bungie new games in development will not become PlayStation exclusives. Matt Kim at IGN writes, Sony has announced it will acquire Bungie for $3.6 billion. As with many of these blockbuster acquisitions, there are questions regarding what this means for the future of that studio when it comes to exclusives. According to Bungie, future games in development will not become PlayStation exclusives. Following news of the acquisition, Bungie released a Q&A addressing some common questions players and fans might have for the future of the company. One of the big questions is whether Bungie's future games currently in development will become PlayStation exclusives, to which Bungie responds flatly, no. Quote, no, we want the worlds we are creating to extend to anywhere people play games. We will continue to be self-published, creative and really independent, and we will continue to drive one unified Bungie community, end quote. Bungie is currently developing a new franchise. Last we heard, the studio is hoping to become a multi-franchise company by 2025, meaning Bungie is aiming to have at least one new franchise to go alongside Destiny 2, which the studio continues to develop. Destiny 2 for that matter will also remain multi-platform, and Bungie released a roadmap detailing the future of the franchise after Sony's acquisition. The studio recently expanded its hq with plans to tell new stories in the destiny universe and create entirely new worlds to be announced ips so bungie's plans are by no means secret but according to bungie these would be franchises will be multi-platform after the acquisition obviously major crazy news stories are nothing of old now in january 2022 We've had some of the biggest deals in the gaming history, one of which was this week in which Sony bought Bungie. My initial concern was the future games, would they crank out a Destiny 3 just to have it exclusive, so I'm very surprised to see that they will not. We will not be missing out on anything on Xbox which is such a huge sigh of relief, at least for now. Who knows where that goes in the future? If Xbox plays hardball with Activision's purchase and makes Call of Duty exclusive, will Sony turn around and make it exclusive? Apparently, part of the deal is firm with Bungie and that these will not be the case; that it will remain multi-platform. But the future of this is all far away, so time will tell. Number two, Microsoft CEO doesn't see Activision Blizzard acquisition being blocked. Matt Perslow at IGN writes. Microsoft's CEO Satya Nadella has said that he doesn't believe Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard will be blocked by the U.S. Federal Trade Commission. Talking to the Financial Times, Nadella said that the deal would only place Microsoft as the third largest player in the video game industry, and the fragmentation of the market would prevent them from gaining a monopoly. Quote, at the end of the day, all the analysis here has to be done through a lens of what's the category we're talking about, and what about the market structure, quote, said Nadella. Quote, even post this acquisition, we will be number three with sort of low teens market share, where even the highest player is also in the teens for market share. It shows how fragmented content creation platforms are, and so that's the fundamental category. Yes, we will be a big player in what is a highly fragmented place, end quote. Should the deal go ahead, Microsoft will still be behind Sony and Tencent in terms of industry size. Nadella also noted that distribution is an important factor to consider, and that Microsoft is currently not even the biggest games provider on its own operating system. Quote, also the analysis will have to extend to say, why are these content companies trying to become bigger? It's because the place where the constraints really are is distribution. The only open distribution platform for gaming content, guess what, is Windows. The biggest store on Windows is Steam, it's not ours. People can go do any payment instrument, whereas all the other gaming distribution platforms are closed, End quote. The Microsoft Activision Blizzard buyout will be investigated by the FTC, which reportedly has concerns around big tech companies such as Microsoft. The US Commission has recently sued to block two major tech takeovers, NVIDIA's purchase of ARM and Lockheed Martin's takeover of rocket engineer manufacturer, Aerojet Rocket9 Holdings. Well, this is a story that I can't really speak to too much, but I did want to make everyone aware that I guess there is an opportunity or chance in which this purchase does get blocked. I really don't see that to be the case. I don't think Microsoft and Xbox would have made this statement, gone this far with making the purchase if they didn't feel like they could be successful. But again, as in the last story, time will tell. Number three, Double Fine head Tim Schafer says its next game won't be a sequel or adaptation. Ted Litchfield at PC Gamer writes, Double Fine studio head Tim Schafer recently gave an interview to IGN's Ryan McCaffrey, fresh on the heels of Psychonauts 2, winning Game of the Year and Schafer himself receiving the Andrew Yoon Legend Award at the 2022 New York Game Awards. In the interview, Schaefer provided some insight into the course of his career, Double Fine and its relationship with Microsoft and what's next for the studio. Schaefer strongly emphasized that Double Fine's next project or phase of projects would be completely original ideas as opposed to any sequels or adaptations of pre-existing properties. Quote, our first big follow up is to a big story with Psychonauts 2, quote, he explained. Quote, I think it leads me to want to do new original stuff, end quote. Schaefer was firm on that point even with the temptation of having his revenge on 90's adventure game giant and LucasArts rival Sierra by taking over their King's Quest series now owned by Microsoft. So I really enjoyed my time with Psychonauts 1, I got to the very end and then got destructed with life stuff. I'm very intrigued to finally check out Psychonauts 2, it's good to see them getting more awards, and I wanted to highlight this story because a lot of people have been pegging Double Fine to try and bring back Banjo-Kazooie. Seeing how creative Tim Schafer and that mind is, I am so personally a fan of them trying for something new. So let's see what that's all about, and we should probably find out about it, at least next year. Number 4, Infinity Ward is developing Call of Duty 2022. Matt Kim at IGN writes, A new year means a new Call of Duty, and this year's entry will be developed by Infinity Ward. To maintain Call of Duty's annual release cycle, Activision rotates development across three developers, Infinity Ward, Treyarch, and Sledgehammer, with other studios lending support. Infinity Ward is once again up to bat having previously developed 2019's Call of Duty Modern Warfare as the ongoing Call of Duty Warzone. Infinity Ward's official Twitter account confirmed the news by tweeting that a new generation of Call of Duty is coming soon, along with the words, Stay Frosty. This could mean that Infinity Ward is working on a sequel in the Modern Warfare series, given the 2019 reboot was met with positive reviews and commercial success. Leaks previously suggested that the next Call of Duty is indeed a Modern Warfare sequel, and that 11 studios are hard at work on it. As far as features and storylines, Activision is keeping those under wraps. In the latest financials, Activision simply says that Infinity Ward is, quote, working on the most ambitious plan in franchise history, with industry-leading innovation and a broadly appealing franchise setting, end quote. Me, I'm very excited about this, I still have not played Call of Duty Vanguard, I kind of regret adding to their numbers and purchasing it considering I haven't touched it. But I really loved the story in Modern Warfare so I'm excited to see if they do a sequel with it and what they can do. Number 5, Rockstar finally confirms it's working on the next Grand Theft Auto. John Porter at The Verge writes, A new entry in the Grand Theft Auto series is in active development, Rockstar Games has confirmed. Quote, we are pleased to confirm that active development for the next entry in the Grand Theft Auto series is well underway. End quote the company wrote in a post on its website. In the more immediate future GTA 5 and Grand Theft Auto Online will release on PS5 and Series X and S on March 15th. The popularity and profitability of GTA 5's online component has meant that there has been an unusually long wait for a sequel. The game originally released for the PS3 and Xbox 360 in 2013 over 8 years ago. In contrast, GTA 5 released a little over 5 years after 2008's GTA 4. Quote, with the unprecedented longevity of GTA 5, we know many of you have been asking us about a new entry in the Grand Theft Auto series, And quote. Rockstar Games writes, quote, with every new project we embark on, our goal is to always significantly move beyond what we have previously delivered, end quote. Surprise not surprise, they're working on the next entry. We shall probably not see this game for at least another year, considering this huge success of Grand Theft Auto V and GTA Online. I think we're going to be in for a very different looking GTA 6 than previous games in the series given just how popular and crazy money machine that GTA Online has been. Number 6, Battlefield 2042 Season 1 delayed, more details revealed. Ryan Dinsdale at IGN writes, Battlefield 2042 Season 1 has been pushed back to early summer 2022 so developer DICE can focus on resolving current issues in the game. The decision was made, quote, to bring the game up to the highest standards, end quote, according to senior producer Ryan MacArthur, who published a blog post on the game's website. Battlefield 2042 was released in November last year with a number of issues including server connectivity and UI problems. A seasonal battle pass will add new playable characters and maps, but DICE didn't confirm a timeline or when Season 1 will begin. MacArthur said, Quote, we are heavily invested and committed to the future of Battlefield 2042, working on taking action on multiple fronts to address feedback and implement extensive fixes to the game, key features that are important to you, and getting team play where it needs to be." End quote. Pushing back Season 1, quote, gives us the time to focus on improving the Battlefield 2042 experience when finalizing the development of our seasonal content, end quote, he added. The blog post gave an in-depth explanation as to how these improvements will be made starting with features DICE wants to implement as soon as possible. What a fall from grace, as I've mentioned on the show, I was so excited for Battlefield 2042, I regret my pre-order, I should have just took advantage of the 10 hour trial that you got as part of EA Play as part of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, because I've played about an hour and a half of the game. The beta just did nothing for me, I should have learned my lesson with that. This game has been hugely disappointing in terms of financials from EA since they didn't even mention it in their ending report. I can't believe this game has fallen so far given the hype leading up to it by everyone, they still don't even have leaderboards or scoreboards in the game. Like seriously, how is that possible? Hopefully for the players and the hardcore fanbase they can get this game right but it seems like that is a long ways away. And number 7, Live Action Halo TV Show Release Date Revealed in New Trailers Emma Roth at The Verge writes, Paramount Plus debuted two new trailers for the long-awaited live action Halo series revealing its fast approaching March 24, 2022 release date. The first video is a one minute teaser that previews the longer trailer originally set to debut during tonight's afc championship game between the kansas city chiefs and cincinnati Bengals. it flashes between clips of the live action series and both teams on the field at around the 52 second mark you can hear the announcer state the fast approaching release date had to highlight this go check out the trailer if you're a fan of halo which means you've probably already seen it gotta admit i did not think it looked that great i feel like everyone online was really excited and liked the visuals but it just seemed budget to me I understand what we're working with in this series, I'm obviously going to watch it as soon as it launches on March 24th, but I'm not excited. Hopefully, I'm pleasantly surprised as my expectations are quite low now. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and given all the recent news with Star Wars games, I thought we'd talk about and just run through the list of every Star Wars game that's currently in development. Credit to Jordan Serrani at IGN. Starting up, we have LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, which is coming out on April 5th of 2022. Star Wars Hunters, coming out on mobile in 2022. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2, cannot wait for this game, the release date to be announced. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake, Star Wars KOTOR is one of my favorite games of all time, but I'm pretty sad that it's not gonna be coming to Xbox day and date, so I'm probably gonna have to play it on PS5 first, release date to be announced. As we talked about previously on the show, we have these free spawn Star Wars FPS, release date to be announced. Ubisoft Open World Star Wars game, made by the developers of The Division 2, very excited about this game. As I've noted on the show, I was very disappointed by The Division, but I'd love to see what a Star Wars game in that engine and world could look like. Release date on that also, to be announced. We also have Star Wars Eclipse, which seems to be having some trouble with development. We haven't talked about it on this show, but there's some rumors coming out that they might be in some trouble and that this game is very long away. However, I absolutely love that reveal trailer. Give me this game as soon as possible, if it can live up to that cinematic tease. Release date, to be announced. And lastly, Respawn, a Bit Reactor Star Wars strategy game made by people formerly of XCOM. Strategy games have never really been my thing, but I did love Mario Rabbids, and I love Star Wars IP, so let me see what this game's all about Release date to be announced. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast, a weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week I've had no time to play games, but I'm recording this before two of my friends come over for the weekend. We're going to be bouncing around a couple different platforms, so we'll see what we get our hands on. My name is Brennan Rose, you can follow me on Xbox at brosa 93 Hope you all have a great week, stay safe, and keep on gaming.